Well, hello there. This is Jonathan Starkey, your absolutely delicious digital pub landlord of that fabulous digital pub called Cheshire Matters. And this evening, we haven't got the Raven. Yay! <laughs> because he's not feeling too good. <laughs> yes, get the champagne out. But we do have stats, a.k.a. Mr. Mark Hartley. Say hello, sir. Hello there. Oh, can't forget our lovely listeners. Big hello to them. Indeed, indeed. Yes. Otherwise, you'd be talking to yourself. Anyway, we are also graced with that most gracious individual, the gazelle, a.k.a. Mr. Trevor Nichols. Say hello, sir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. across Cheshire. Indeed, Cheshire, Cheshire, right? Cheshire. Note that accent. Well, isn't that introduction so much quicker than if we had Steve? Steve, Steve would actually wouldn't be finishing now until you know at least like sort of four or five minutes later trying to get on, and then he gets muted. But then, you know, there you go. Yeah, I think this can go down to about sort of uh, twenty minutes. minutes, even twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, well, in that case, let's go straight on to the roundup. And I know that Steve will be feeling very sad this evening because he's not feeling too good. But we don't oh, care. Bless him, what's up? Well, you know, he's got a bit of a headache. Did he drive know? too far? Yeah, well, he, mm. You know, it was dark when he got oh. up and it was dark when he's finished cold. work. Uh, it was cold and, you know, all those things, you know. And he's getting old now, isn't he? So. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the other thing. Anyway, but we won't talk about old, Mark, because we have the father of the house, which is the gazelle. And he's not exactly young, are you, gazelle? <laughs> nope, that was, that was Mick Gulp then, Mr. Landlord. <laughs> yeah, the answer to that was no. But I feel I'm a lot younger than I do. <laughs> okay, well, we won't go into that. Thank you very much, sir. Let's go. Let's go straight on to the roundup. Is your hospital set to be affected by the nurses' strikes? Well, in actual fact, I think that the hospital in Chester is. I do think that the Countess of Chester is going to be affected by the nurses' strikes. Anyway, music school apologises after trans row. Well, can you note that, Mark? There is a trans row that went on, but the school is now apologising. What was the row about? Well, in actual reality fact, again. Well, yes, <laughs> it was. It was that, oh, but God. the school apologised, which I thought, yes. Not to the trans people. It wasn't anything to do with that. But if anybody wants to find out more about it, they can actually go read up on the article in the Daily Mail. Because the music school trans row telling students report women oppose ideology of trans. The now, music school yeah. trans row. So it was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fiscal black hole was calculated in artificial and uncertain math. Do you know, this really does annoy me. I'm going to say it again. A fiscal black hole was calculated in hang artificial... On, hang on, hang on. Go on. And you say black hole. That's right. You can. Yeah. You can. 
Sorry. A black hole, because that is a scientific fact. There are black holes. It was a whitewash. Still say that. <laughs> you can still say a whitewash. A fiscal black hole was calculated in an artificial and uncertain manner. So what they're saying there is, is that we didn't have the full details of these fiscal problems that we're experiencing now. How about that? Putin offered surrender terms by the West as he loses control of Kyrgyzstan. Obviously, you heard about Ukraine taking back parts of what was originally Ukraine that Russia annexed. And the Russians were left with their tail between their legs running away. And mm, Ukraine... Some breaking news, but it won't be breaking by the time this goes out. Go on. Apparently a US official says that uh, two people have been killed in Poland by Russian bombs. <sighs> I think they might have misaimed. In Poland? Why yeah. Why Poland? Very, maybe they're not very good at targeting the areas they want, but this is just this was just on something I watched before, so we'll see what comes of it. Okay. Um, there's a fraud charge for a woman who helped run the demo that toppled the Colston statue. So she's under fraud charges. Now, this is another one of those That's a shock, people. isn't it? That's a shock. Definitely. Mm. Owners of emission-free vehicles to pay tax for the first time. Didn't see that coming. Oh, <laughs> what? So they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to pay now. They don't get naught for their car tax at the end of the year. They have to pay now. So that is spelling the end of what everybody thinks is the right thing to do by buying an electric vehicle. Mm. Big con job. Is that the same as when they was pushing everybody to buy a diesel vehicle in the seventies? Correct. Yep. Something. Oh, that's right. And then I bought a diesel vehicle, which yep. is actually the diesel. To, on, to get on a, <laughs> a technical note, is actually cheaper to refine than petrol. Than petrol. And yeah, petrol. Zip. And yet petrol is cheaper than diesel. That's right. And so somebody's making a killing on that. Andrew Neal, that great political commentator. I know that there are a few comments to be made about him on some of the things that he has said in the past. But he is saying now Sunak and Hunt are about to clobber the middle classes. What do you think of that, Mark? Sorry, oh, wow. you, said, you did Sorry, say Hunt, didn't you? <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> That's right. I did say wow. Hunt. Don't say I didn't warn you over the last few months. She was, eh? God, we'd be begging for trust back. <laughs> I'm well, telling you. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, few people aren't going to be begging for her to come back. Oh, wait till you see what these two do to us. I think we will. Well, this is going to be interesting. A map that shows the scale of the asylum crisis and the hotels housing migrants across the country. Apparently, it's massive. It's massive. Big business for the hotels, you know. There's some stats just come out. I think it was the crime agency said, I think we've got more Albanians here illegally than legally now. Wow. Well, Can I just add a comment as well on that? Yeah, go ahead. I, I should have attended a meeting on Monday, but as life is, uh, things ran late whilst I was working, and we had our Warrington South MP, a Conservative MP, Oh yeah. at the meeting. So, for me, it's... Probably his side that are doing it. Yep. 
They are yeah. closing down the Fir Grove in Warrington, as we mentioned last week, this prestigious group. We did. Group of hotels. He's turned around and said, it's not the Conservative Party's fault. <laughs> it's the hoteliers. For oh, really? Greedy. Oh, they didn't blame Putin. Oh, shit. Oh, oh no, he didn't say anything about breaking from, breaking from So the now street. the hotels are the bad guys. The hotels are the bad guys. And I said, I'm sorry, <laughs> but Andy Carter himself, before he was an MP, ran a business. And the unless I've got it completely wrong, the reason he ran a business is try to make a living. Now, if you're going to offer these hoteliers... So you're going to rent a business and roffer... Business. <laughs> they're going to take it. Oh, so, without a shadow of a doubt. Sorry, Mr. Andy Carter, or and, <laughs> Andrea Carter, whatever your name is. How, what do you identify as, sir? You're barking up the wrong tree. So does, does Mr. Carter seem to think that these uh, hotel people, there, they're the ones in the border force boats, joining up with the French in the middle of the channel and passing the boats over, the yep. hotel people again? Well, I, I, I should get them out of the boats and get some border force back in there. We've got maybe. a problem here. Well, they're all over in France at the moment. In case we start sort of swinging into the uh, conspiracy theories of David Icke. Oh, yes. But these these hoteliers are supplying the uh, dingies. Hey, but it wouldn't be a bad thing, Trev, because we got banned from the EU, then Ooh, no great loss. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hungry, isolated, and scared to death. I'm talking about the OAPs that share the shocking impact of the cost of living. 77-year-old Yvonne has lost more than 24 pounds in weight over the last three months after going from three square meals a day to one. Now, that links up again to these asylum seekers who are actually getting three meals a day. Sorry, she should just jump on a boat to France, then come back on another one, and then go into a hotel, get her rice and her chicken and her cornflakes and moan about it on the roof. Yeah, she might get a I don't know a hospital built for her. You never know. Mm. We've got this is wrong, isn't it? Oh, totally. How are we going to stop it and deal with it? Well, uh, by not voting for these donkeys anymore. No, everybody's got to actually just stay away from the elections and just show their contempt for these people or because some people in. You know, and it, it brings us nicely on to the first story of the evening which is betraying our country isn't treason anymore. It's now policy. And this is a big story that came in the Express. And what they're saying is we live in the era of revelation. In earlier times, politicians hid their scorn from us. The people behind smiles, heartfelt assurances and thick curtains. Well, that doesn't happen anymore now, does it? Mark, go ahead, no. follow me through. It doesn't, does it? This article's really good, actually, isn't it, John? I it, like it. I like it. It, it, it kind it of gives tells it the truth. some examples, doesn't it, of what they've done to us, basically. Yeah. And really like. if you're going to say betraying your country was par for the course, something that needed to be done discreetly, it's not done discreetly anymore. It's in plain view. You're being ripped off. You know, for example, on December the 13th, 2007, Gordon Brown signed the Lisbon Treaty, the revamped and rejected European Constitution, alone and behind closed doors, 
after he skipped the television signing ceremony with the other EU heads of state, all to save himself the embarrassment. What do you think about that? But they get away with it, don't they? And once they get away with it... They carry on. They're not bothered anymore. And they do it in plain sight because they know that the sheeple do nothing about it. I just don't understand why, in the beginning, that they would surrender the power given to them by us. Why would they do that? Why would they surrender that power? I mean, that was the very reason why we wanted to come out of the EU, to regain that power. That's what we were looking for. Mark? Totally unconstitutional. I think we discussed this, didn't we, on some of our specials, especially yep. the last the Bill of Rights, uh, how we became a constitutional monarchy, doing a little plug for that one. Yep. If anyone wants to go and watch that, it was good. It'll be on all the same platforms as you found this one. But yeah, this section on uh, supremacy, no foreign power over our laws. Yeah. Well, you've had the EU, you've had the UN, you've had the European Court of Human Rights, which we're still having problems with. So that's unconstitutional, again. Well, I just get this feeling that, and I expressed this about the music industry quite a few years ago. I said that basically, because they were squeezing every last bit of profit out of everything, I asked, and this guy was, he was defending, you know, the music publishers, the big ones, and it was Jonathan Shannon. And I remember this very clearly. I turned around and I said that basically the publishers were actually just treating the composers like dairy cattle, expecting more milk whilst cutting down on their feed. And that hit a very, very sour point with the publishers. They didn't like that. But that's exactly what I think is happening to the people of this country. We're actually expecting to produce more, but we're getting less and less to help us produce it, which makes me think, well, why did the solicitors get the 15%? They've threatened to go on strike, and they got their 15% pay increase. But not the nurses. No. Or the teachers. Well, as, I, as I've said, and as I keep keep saying continually this conservative government are masters at divide and conquer yeah they will give the hierarchy 15 percent and they will offer the lower hierarchy two percent the lower hierarchy i like that it's just another <laughs> higher another, lower higher another, lower just form of division. Every way they can divide, they divide. Yeah. And I'm as I'm just listening to what you're saying there, Jonathan. It sparked something with me with as regard to EU. Okay, go ahead. The majority of MPs voted remain. Yeah, they're just what well, that's as something they I didn't understand. Now scuppering any way they can. Yeah. Brexit. Yeah. Of course they are. To Make the people think, oh, hang on, we're better off in the EU. I made a mistake. And all the sheeple, and none, <laughs> will just follow them. I like that. I like that. But, uh, uh, Lightning. Go ahead, Mark. I was going to go back to the betrayal. I mean, there's so many ways we've been betrayed, betray, sorry, and this article spells some of them out. 
And to me, definitely unconstitutional. So if you don't mind, I'll go through some of them. So well, let's look at the Constitution. Bill of Rights says, in order to such an establishment as that their religion, laws and liberties might not again be in danger of being subverted. Wow, being subverted left, right and centre, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah. I'll go through some. So the refusal to control the borders and allow it, allowing illegal entry, that could be classed as dispensing with laws, which is point one in the Bill of Rights. I know that's for the king, but if the king can't do it, nobody can. Yeah, but the king is supposed to do it. That's the point. Exactly. He's supposed to protect the people. But this goes against the Treason Act of 1848, which says to move or stare any foreigner or stranger with force. Now, we're actually seeing this now in Dover. They're actually fighting with the, the border force in France to invade the United Kingdom. That the law is in, And this law is in full force. So there's another one. The grooming gangs, they're not protecting children, are they? No. They're not upholding common law for injury, protecting no. their rights. No. No. That's part of the Bill of Rights, no. You could say that the schools and the NHS are on the verge of collapse, aren't they? And that's our tax money being wasted. So they're not protecting our property, which I mean, as in English law, is our money. Yeah. Which the Coronation O states that the monarch must protect our spiritual, civil rights and properties. Yeah. Money is properties. Same with inflation. They're doing quite the opposite, aren't you? We're paying what? Tax on the money they borrow. Yeah. The absolute cheek of it. Then you could say the breakdown of the family which are predominantly what Christian values. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. not protected as per the Bill of Rights. No. Our religion's being subverted. There's one person who's meant to protect that, and that's the king. King. He's meant to be the defender of the faith. And what's he doing? Not a lot. Well, he's, he's, quite, he, he's busy, isn't he? Dodging eggs. I've seen him the other day. <laughs> no, he didn't even dodge him. He, fair play, he just stood there, didn't he? And, and took yes. it. He got he egged. Yeah, it was obviously the raven who was hanging him. <laughs> dropping them from above. Because he got no, nowhere near Actually, it. no, it can't have been the raven because, I mean, he's he's a monarchist. He really is a royalist, monarchist, you name it. Heritage. Every time you hear no, him, yeah, come yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, we yeah, are yeah, going to yeah. celebrate our heritage. He's too poorly to fly. But he's he's too also poor. a closet to everything, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's a closet. He's a closet, <laughs> um, he's a closet bird. Communist. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a communist go baby let's go back to this so you've got the court system as well yep so without trial by a jury contempt of court and family courts are examples of this where you actually will be sentenced without any trial and that breaks Magna Carta that's unconstitutional then we go to things like the f fines given out now by way of uh, party companies yeah well you shouldn't be paying for them because that goes against rule 12 of the Bill of Rights and then they're definitely breaking the Habeas Corpus Act, 1679. Um, Which is still Ma in force. It's still yeah. in force. It is. And Magna Carta, because Julian Assange has been unlawfully imprisoned. He's had no trial. Plus no. they've broken their oaths. Uh, apparently uh, entering elections is meant to be free. Rule number eight. No, that, that doesn't happen. That price is certain people out of elections. Yeah, I don't like elections because the price of the hot dogs yeah. and the popcorn in them is massive. It is. But the one big one for me, and the, the, the one that trashed it the most, was that those lockdowns, they were the worst assault on our liberties. Oh, they, totally. they trashed all our documents, especially the Bill of Rights. Our liberties were not protected. And again, excessive fines were given out. Yep. Again, that contravenes real time. 10,000 pounds, some yeah. of those fines were. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So there's just a few examples. I could keep going on about the new globalist world order and Parliament's meant to be held frequently to address all grievances. Rule 13, 
well, I'm sorry, but they don't because I've contacted certain MPs in the past and they just totally ignore your issues until after the vote. After the vote. That's not addressing with grievances, is it? I heard Trevor doing an impression of either Waldorf or Astoria after, from the Muppets, he's going, <laughs> what were you going to say, Trevor? No, I just I agree with Matt. What's happening at all? Oh, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's bad. Everything is for their benefits. Yep. Well, to follow through that story from the Express, our man, our man was saying (laughs) the end game, question mark, the implementation of a new world with no borders, a cultural and anchorless subject to the whims of increasingly detached and self-righteous self-appointed flat earth revolutionaries i think that's brilliant i think that's just absolutely spot on okay the nail on the head john could we talk about treason well if you look at the treason act i mentioned before 1848 it says there can be no changing of measures or constraints upon those people it's talking about those who are bound by their oaths and the constitution so if these constraints breach the constitution by subversion it's treason yeah, and all this is just ignored. I'm hey, sorry, totally, but, totally. John, and it's 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 the king's job to give us redress and remedy. Well, yeah, at the moment, yeah, he's, a, he's a bystander. At the moment, he's on his honeymoon period, but Alex' story ends it with something that will make you absolutely dribbling with happiness. Mark, he says this. Go on. From the Home Office's refusal to control our borders to grooming gangs, from failing schools to an NHS on the verge of collapse, from the breakdown of the family to gender politics, from the rip-roaring inflation to our ever-increasing stocks of debts, from the lack of food, energy and physical security to the imposing of our human net zero, COVID zero and zero tolerance policies, we are the collateral damage on the way to their new world paradise and our hell. Absolutely nails it. Ah, it's just incredible. I mean, when you listen to something like that, you suddenly go, wow, that that is absolutely spot on. My problem is, though, how how do we fix this? Because if the king's the one to go to redress and remedy and and he doesn't want to help, I mean, for instance, the grooming gang situation. Yeah. Now, to a degree, courts ensure crime is dealt with, but they've got no redress and remedy for this. Yeah. He's bound by an oath to protect our statutes, laws, and customs. This needs to be taken really seriously. Where's the redress and remedy for the survivors of the grooming gangs? No, there's none. There's none. You get a report every every year or two that just gets whitewashed. Yeah. And I'm I'm using that word. Look how long it took. Who's sticking up for our rights? No one. Look how long it took for Hillsborough to gain any form of legal cognizance Good point. within the country. But it's done deliberate. Yes. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's people that will not accept any form of accountability for the wrongdoing that goes on in this country. And if the only answer that they have through the public order bill, through the back door, mm. is to try and quell any potential uprising or civil unrest, it's not going to do them any good whatsoever because people in this country will not stand for it. Once they get their dander up, that's it. I mean, the French, they blow up 
like a bottle of pop. When we blow up in this country, it then doesn't become a bottle of pop. It becomes an atomic bomb because we really do go off and that's it. And this government is not going to be able to do anything about it. And they're going to have to start to actually pay attention to what the people are saying. They've got to, because if they don't, there is going to be civil unrest and riots in this country. Go ahead, Mark. They don't know. It, they show signs of it. It's like this COVID inquiry. You're thinking, oh, good. We get some answers. You won't get any. It'll be a, it'll be a whitewash. They won't talk about the fact that we were coerced into a medical procedure. Some people did or didn't want. There's going to be nothing to do with our right to be in trashed. It's going to be nothing to do with the deaths in the care homes, what's happened to children, their mental health and physical health. There's going to be none of that in there. It'll be, did we do the right thing? Yes, we did. Move on. Yeah. Oh, there's a war. There's another distraction that we can't talk about either. Nah. It's the a, distra- it's, they, 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 are, look, they are seriously at, asking for trouble, Mark. They sorry, really are. But you're looking are. at it now and you've got Matt Hancock going on celebrity, whatever it is, on the telly. And, the, and he's laughing and joking about all this stuff that's happened. This is not funny. There's no. people telling him they couldn't visit their relatives while he was off with his bit on the side. And he's just laughing and make, writing books about it and stuff. Yeah. And it, making a lot of money out of it. I mean, because he knows that his political career is over. He knows that. Yeah. Of course he does. But, I mean, it, you know, I've, I've been watching it purely for, for, for research on that. I mean, Of course. <laughs> no, 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 I don't watch it normally. I, I watch them occasionally, but obviously with Matt Hancock going in there, then... I had to watch that. Ooh. And I think I think ITV have done a little bit of genius mm. and a massive amount of disaster. I hope it backfires on them. Oh, it's going to backfire massively. Because I mean I certainly will. I mean if he if he doesn't go out of there first, because the bloke is absolutely, my opinion, horrendous. And what he's doing, earning money in there. At, at the cost of his constituents. Well, I'm sorry, but yeah. if he doesn't go out first, then I, I will turn off that programme and never watch it again. Just and that's I'm the hoping, biggest thing. Switch off. I, I think, I just think it's going to happen. Well, it's the, the easiest the novelty, thing for people to do. Getting him eating grubs and punishing him, that's great. But when he's starting to get on top, which he is at yeah. the moment, he's starting to shine in there. Yeah. And when he does that, I think ITV are going to be in for one hell of a shock. Go ahead, Mark. Is, Trev, we want accountability. We don't want them going on the telly and making money and, and trying to excuse themselves and we all have a laugh about it. It's serious That's, what, he what he's he done. Wanted, he wanted uh, forgiveness, he said. Well, he's not getting it from me. No. Quite he's the opposite. not getting it from me. Or me. I'd rather the guy was in prison for what he's done, to be honest. I'm oh, yeah. Well, he should be in prison. Him. He yeah, shouldn't he should. be in the jungle. He should be in prison. Yeah. You've hit the nail on the head there, Matt. There's people in jail who, who don't deserve to be there and then... Just the likes of him. Well, and I'm a celebrity. Well, mm. that that that's a contradiction in terms. He's not a celebrity. No, he's not. He was. You, you a want I'm a criminal? Keep me in here. <laughs> We'd have to hold a parliament in there. Let's get. Let's see. We need you know, to make a jungle. Let's let's see if we can actually vote in some form of a Cromwell, because that's what we need right now. We need a Cromwell to come in and kick all these people out. Because again, and I'm going to wrap this up. I'm just going to say, they're not working on our behalf. No. They're working on their own behalf. And it's terrible what they're doing to the people of this country. And if Sunak and Hunt, and I did say Hunt, get you away with what they're... Po- the other one. I know. Get away <laughs> with what they're actually thinking of doing 
which I don't think they will, then quite simply, uh, you're going to start to see trouble. And I know it's going to be trouble for them. Anyway, well, let's I mean, move on. I mean, to, and, go on. And a to that, I mean, they're not working for us. They're not working thing. They're not working for that. They're not working, period. No. It's other people doing the work and they're just presenting the work of other people. It's simple which, as that. Which, which takes me... Well, yeah, it's going to take you on to this other story. And I'm going to play something for everybody. And I know that this is going to get Trevor's dander up. And this is all in the fair use policy. Listen to this. I, I love the job. I love my constituents. And, you know, I love spending time with them in all sorts of um, sort of formats, particularly when it's, you know, on Fridays, where I'll often go to one of my local primary schools and sit down with the children there to talk about the week in Westminster and what they want to do when they grow up. You know, it's it's a hugely, hugely rewarding job. Um, the parts that I hate are some of the stuff that comes with it to do that, including abuse online and obviously some of the culture of toxicity within Westminster itself. It would be the perfect job if you could do it without those two things. Um, as I said, the, the good of it still outweighs the bad at this point for me. Can you give me an idea of what it is like for you, a new MP, to be in Westminster and what you're witnessing in terms of that toxicity? I think a lot of it is um, people that we all know about and are spoken about quite openly who have um, either been involved in bullying or um, sexual misconduct. Uh, we all know and nothing is done and they continue to walk around and do their jobs and there's that kind of culture of impunity on it. Do you avoid them? Yes. And everyone has a kind of whisper network list of the people to avoid. But the problem is that some of the most dangerous people are people who would be the people you least suspect. Whisper network? Mm. What is that? So uh, when I first came into Parliament, um, there was a group of people that I knew who kind of sat me down and gave me a list of MPs who I should never accept a drink from, who I should never be alone with, who I should never get in a lift with, and who I should try to avoid as far as possible to keep myself safe. Whoa, now, what do you think about that? Trevor, go ahead. Now, first off, I'm going to tell you that that was Charlotte Nichols, your relative, Trevor, being interviewed by <laughs> Naga Manchetti on Radio 5 Live. Now, Trevor, I'm going to give you the first grab at that. Go ahead. I know exactly who that was. <laughs> and as I have stated, I have traced my family tree, and she is the sap. <laughs> right, now, <clears throat> I'm going to get on to this from, the, from that actual speech she wants... It's, well, it seems that she wants all the benefits, we know bad. Well, life's not like that. Wouldn't that be lovely, right? This Whisper Network list. Yeah, I want marriage without the wife. <laughs> of course. I mean... Separate houses, no kids. They live what in separate it? houses. <laughs> it's nest no it's dogs. Funny. <clears throat> the Whisper Sorry, Net Trevor. Network. Go ahead. No, it's all right. The Whisper Network list. Oh who, God, who that is just disgusting. I tell you what, 
she really doesn't know what she started here. Oh, no. I mean, if she stated it publicly, the Whisper Network... No. Who, of, 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 who new MPs have been told to avoid in Parliament and not be alone with. Correct. And they're in Parliament now. Now. This, now. This is, this is dynamite. Surely we need to know who these people are. Have you noticed that the BBC haven't followed that up? Oh, no, they won't, will they? Well, we no. are. No, Don't we are. involved in it. And we, well, of course they are. <laughs> and by not divulging this, makes you complicit. She's, in, she's complicit. Yes, we need with that it. list. If, if she's not giving out those names of those people that are offended, that are abusing sexually, mentally, She's complicit in it. Yes. She's keeping it secret. Totally agree. And none of the papers have followed this up. None of them. None Why? of them. Because it's a massive can of worms. Correct. Which needs open. Now, she, in my honest opinion, and this is my opinion, I'm entitled to it, she's not believable. I don't believe for one minute that there's a whisper list. Well, what do you think opinion. it is? Why did she say it? Because she's an attention seeker. She's a victim. Uh, do you know what? Well, if the there whole, is... The whole, I'm sorry, the whole of this story yep. come from her being... It was announced that she was one of the most abused MPs in Parliament and the most abused... Okay. She is skating on very, very thin ice on this subject. Well, one of the comments from Dan at Dan 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 said on the social media post, and yet it's perpetuated by keeping it a secret. Therefore, you buy into the whole system, a secret you are helping now to maintain. I'll just take this a little bit further now because the whole subject behind that was about the abuse. That's what the, the actual interview was about. Okay. And again, as I say, she was one of the most abused in Parliament and she is the most abused, the most abused in the North West. Now, my question would, would be to Charlotte, I'd sit her down and I'd say, young lady, just ask yourself why. Why are you in this position? Think about it. Why are you the most abused? Now, is it because oh, she's got ginger hair? No, no, no. I don't think. I, I, I know a lot of people with ginger hair. Mick Upnall, he's not abused. Yes, he is. Little, little midget. No, he's not. No. <laughs> now, he's a ginger. She's a ginger. I've just got a quick report. I'm trying. I'm honestly, I'm trying to condense this, and I can't. I could write, I could write War and Peace on this, on her alone. And don't forget, she was only elected in 2019. I know. Who the hell is she? I've got a quick report from the Hook magazine. I did say Hook. It's a bit like Hunt. So I've got a report here from the Hook magazine one month after she was elected in 2019. Yep. And I quote, she states, it's been a whirlwind. I was selected four and a half weeks before the election was called. Now, how many times have I said to you, how many times have I mentioned this about Labour's six-week rule? Yeah. Now, 
within. She was embroiled in two scandals immediately in 2019. Yep. There was a football match in Glasgow. It was something to do with the Europa League. And all this is being condensed, so I'm not going to go into it deeply. And she commented, I hope every single one of them get their heads kicked in by the good folk of Glasgow. Well, that's not nice, is it? She was, she was referring to foreign fans who she called Nazis. Because I think that's xenophobic. That is xenophobic, right? So there we go. She went on. There are other times when I've told people to F-U-C-F off. Okay. And she went, sure. And I recognise that I'm an elected public official, so I've got to be more responsible in my use of social media. That was in the first month. So, next question. Did she learn from that? So, I'm skirting through the years here. With 2019, I'm going to go on to the 23rd of August, 2020 here. She started to blame others for the second wave of COVID in Warrington. When a picture emerged the day after, she was blaming people in Warrington for spreading this COVID. With her and four other fans at the Rylands Football Club, all with their arms around each other's, each other, each other's shoulders, all there, no masks, no protection, the day after she said that it was the people in Warrington that were spreading it. <clears throat> as they say on Family Fortunes. 22nd of June, right? 2020. Yeah. A constituent asked her if she would condemn the attacks in Reading, her hometown. Her answer was, yes, I grew up in Reading. Of all the horrible stuff you sent me, you obnoxious Tory troll, this is the most vile. I try not to swear on social media, but you've earned it, so F-U-C-K-U. Just a try, very hard. She swore. <laughs> At a constituent. Oh. <clears throat> and Gavin That's Williamson is booted out of government because he said to somebody, slit your throat and jump off the roof. Yeah, but it's Go not, take it's not a long walk up. off a short plank. He's not well. What so do you mean he's other. not well? He's in full control of his mental capabilities. So that was another one in your family fortunes. Uh-uh. So now we go to April 17th, 2021. So she's gone from 19, 20, 21, right? The national newspapers she's hitting now, not just social media. So it's their fault. Of course it's their fault. They're picking on her. <gasps> discussed, and the headlines were discussed as the Labour front bench MP Charlotte Nichols boasts at Prince Philip's funeral a chance to go shopping. Uh, Why did she get something in the will? (laughs) (laughs) Did she get get some money from Prince Philip's will? (laughs) I don't know. Let's go shopping, kids. And we've got it's on Philip. (laughs) This one, this one, this one is. I'm really, really serious over this one. The 11th of the 11th, 2021. Oh, 11, 11. The worst of all for me when she travelled to Gibraltar to represent our country for Remembrance Day. She was allegedly taken off the aircraft in a wheelchair due to being totally incapacitated after drinking alcohol. You're going home in the back of an ambulance. She she later explained 
she had been taking medication for her health. Well, surely, there you go. Surely, surely, it must have stated on that medication not to drink with alcohol. Not to take with alcohol. Not to take. How much have you been drinking? Doesn't matter. I'm not on any medication at the minute. I might be tomorrow after this uh, podcast, but I'm not at the minute. (laughs) Which only, at best, to me, makes her irresponsible. Okay. And in the good words of Family Fortunes, that's another one. And believe me, there is a massive uh, more amount of this. I have condensed this tonight. I assure you of that. Now, on a serious note now, I feel ashamed to have her as my representative in Parliament for the town which I was born in and spent my life here. The way I look at this, on a serious note, the way that I look at the, the position that she is in at the minute... You cannot be in public office continually using abuse yourself on social media, keep offending people with your actions and never to receive any feedback from it. You cannot complain when you yourself commit that offence. That's what politicians do. They invite comments and then when they get the negative comments... They then go to the police and say, I'm being trolled or I'm being harassed or that person is being vexatious. That is another comment that is made. And then the police come in and then they start saying, you're going to have to stand back from this. You're not allowed to say these things. And I've got well, a funny... She pre- can continually, well, continually, professional victim. To 2022, she can continually abuse people on social media, offend people by her actions, and be allowed to do it. Well, she's offended. She's offended me this evening by saying that there is a list available, and quite literally, we don't know who's on that list. But she said there is a list. Now she is publicly stated that i'm going to go to stats straight away go ahead stats oh thank you very much uh, i'm going to echo a little bit what trevor said but these are serious claims aren't they and the public need yes. to know and we need to know three things really who gave her the list so we know who's making the claims because there might be ulterior motives now we need to definitely know who is on the list but we also need to know why they're on the list what they've been accused of because in my opinion if these people are a threat to mps then they are a threat to the public so Charlotte's oath is to serve the king, right? It must be enforced. This has got to be enforced now. It's This is part of the whole contract of our rights. But I'd, I'd say if they're a threat, then we need some evidence to suggest what they've done. Have these people broken laws? Because if these people have broken laws and people know, they're not saying anything. Or, like Trevor says, is this just Westminster rumours? You know, yep. these can be, and if so, these are dangerous allegations. Dangerous. Just, before Trev comes back in, I just want to pick up one thing she said. How do you know Trevor's coming back in? Are you psychic? I'm psychic. She <laughs> said, these are the people you'd least suspect. Was Chris Matheson on this list? Oh, oh. what? Coming oh. up before an election? Kapow. Ooh, baby. Right. Well, Samantha Dixon might be able to help you with the answers of that. You know, because mm. she's she's actually standing in that ward. 
And I'm nah. sure somebody's going to be, sorry, in that city, that constituency. So I'm absolutely certain that somebody's going to be asking her that question on the election night. I'm absolutely certain of that. Go ahead, Trevor. Now, I lost my train of thought about something you said, Mr. Landlord, but I've oh. still got something else to add. Okay. That I, well, I know, I know one person on the list. Don't want to really put it You don't want to release I, it just yet. Is it Matt Hancock? It's got to be Matt Hancock. It's got, it? it's got to be Matt Handycock. A, he's an obvious one. No, it's the Raven. Did I'm you say an obvious on. one or an obvious one? <laughs> no, it's the Raven. Dancing with intent. <laughs> dancing with intent. Don't you mean dances well, with got, wolves? We've actually got the video of that. Oh, yes. That was, that was one of the most offensive I, things I've seen. I've seen because own. he was <laughs> dancing with Charlotte. We know that. Charlotte. Yes, he was, and we've got we've got him on video. We've got him on video dancing with and Charlotte. I, he's, he's he's I wouldn't say he's number one on the list, but he's certainly one of those people. He's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, you know, all this time, you know, he's talking about politicians and how evil they are, and yet he is dancing with one of those politicians on Which video. Makes him, as I've said about Charlotte, complicit. Yes. Yes. I think he actually knows the list. And that's why he's not turned up tonight. Tonight. Because he knows we will grill him about the list. Dad, about the it. list, yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Well, has anybody else got anything else further to comment on that? Or can we move on to the shout-outs and shout-downs? Just give us the list. If it exists, it's serious. All right, I'm going to say 650 MPs in, in Parliament. They're all on the list. They're all bad guys and gals. Well, let's go out to see whether or not there are any things that the Monster Raving Looney Party want to comment on this. Go ahead, Trevor. There is actually, as Mark brought up earlier on, we've got this, um, this COVID thing going on. This thing, you know, it does be it's an inquiry for nothing, is it? Basically, it's just another load of money for somebody who sits on the whatever. But we're, we're going to put a stop to it anyway, because once in government, uh, we followed up on this. This is actually to do with, uh, as I'll state in a minute. Okay. Anyone applying for a seven figure salary position with the World Health Organization? Yeah. Or, this is a critical point. As a government health advisor. Yeah. And we know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mm. We'll have to answer 15 correct questions on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> so if they get through the game show, then then they suddenly get the seven-figure sum that they're entitled to. Is that right? If, that's, if they answer the correct questions... On who, W-H-O, wants to be a millionaire. Okay. All right. Okay. All we'll right. play on words. And we're so up to date. It's frightening. Well, I've got a shout out. And this is to the guys at A1 Services in Ellesmere Port. I just want to say what a great job that they do. And this goes out to Badger, Steve, and Dangerous Dave, the mechanic. Okay. So they're they're just great. They do a that great job. Dangerous, Dangerous Dave. Dave. That's what they nicknamed him. <laughs> Dangerous Dave. Okay, they are the friendliest bunch of motor people you can ever ever meet, and they're great guys. Anyway, that's my shout out. Go ahead, Mark. What's yours? 
okay, I've got a shout out today, and it's to the scorpion that bit Matt Hancock. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Rest in peace, little buddy. Well, at least he went out in style, didn't he? Not during his sleep on Medazalam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my best shout out so far. Well, you do know, you do know what time it is. So unless anybody's got any other further comments, and we can't tell Steve to get to the bar because he's not here. So you go to the bar and stick him on his tab. I will go to the bar ah, and put it on his tab. Okay, yeah. what do you want, Trevor? Well, yeah, well, I've got a little statement. Go on, go ahead. You want to make a statement? Show. I'll get you a drink. Go ahead. I'll get while you're doing yeah, well, it. Go ahead. Get a metabu and lemonade. Sort of fits in with this uh, this breaking news, you know, earlier on actually. About but anyway, it's not actually doing that. But my Eastern European <laughs> mail order bride is on her way from Prague, and I've just been told the checks in the post. <laughs> <laughs> that is so misogynist. That is unbelievable. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, you know what time it is. It's we've got to go because we've got to go. Here we go. Well, it's the end of the show and it's been great. Nobody's been muted. Steve hasn't been here, so he hasn't been muted either. So, anybody want to be muted? I don't I'll think so. Go on then. No, I'm not going to mute you. I'm not going to mute you. I'm not going to mute no, Trevor. No, 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 no. In fact, I'm going to mute myself. Hey, tell you what, I like the sound of this. <laughs> he could do that at the start when he's doing his delicious, gorgeous, absolutely fabulous. Oh, yeah, he could back for 30 seconds out. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I've just muted myself. <laughs> well, say goodnight, Trevor. Good night, everybody, and thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Indeed. Say good night, Stats. Good night, everyone. It's been a pleasure as always, and we'll see you all next time. Well, that's it. It's a good night for me, and thank God that's all over. It's great. In fact, you know, I enjoyed muting myself there. It just reminded me of muting Steve. And I can <laughs> just add, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Oh, no, we miss him. No, we don't. No, we miss it. No, we don't. You miss it, Mr. I tried to keep a straight face there. Let's have a vote. <laughs> no. That's a three hand showing. That's unanimous. <laughs> We're not missing Captain Pugwash. Yeah, go off and earn your money at the weekends with your Captain Pugwash look alike. You know, for the kids. Go ahead. Go on. Bye. <laughs>